0: Good morning, welcome to Shabbos, Shabbos. the Nile of Shabbos, page 51. We're continuing with the Mishnah. We're continuing our discussion of Hatman of insulation. We had said before that once Shabbos begins, you're not allowed to insulate even with something which only preserves uh, the heat, uh, like let's say straw or towels or whatever it is. Obviously the insulation, by the way, the Aleph says it has to be insulated on all sides, from the bottom, all sides, and on top in order for it to be a problem. So if you take your soup off right before Shabbos, Uh, you can insulate it with a towel all around before Shabbos. But once Shabbos starts, you're not allowed to um, cover it and totally wrap it in insulation material, even if it's only preserving the heat. But let's say you already had it insulated before Shabbos, and then Shabbos comes in, and let's say you remove the insulation to serve some soup. But now you want to get it hot again, or you want to keep it hot, because you want to have the soup a little bit later. Then you're allowed to re-insulate on Shabbos once it's already been insulated. And the next halacha of the Misha tells us that you can take um, cold water and you can insulate cold water, as the Gemara explains, that there's no problem with hatman or bitzonen. There's no problem with insulating cold. Cold. The Gemara has a whole discussion. Some say you might think that there's a problem to insulate with cold, especially when it comes to food items that more often will insulate with hat. Because if you insulate with cold, you might get it mixed up and think you could also insulate with hat. But the halakha is you're even allowed to insulate uh, with cold. Okay, the Gemara then goes on and says that Rebbe, we have a contradiction in Rebbe's position. Does Rebbe say you're about to insulate with cold or not? Uh, and at first he seemed to think that you could not insulate with even with cold to keep things cold. But then after he heard from Rebbe Yossi, who he had great respect for, that Rebbe Yossi, that thought you were allowed to insulate with cold, he actually changed the position and said, you are now allowed to insulate cold to keep things cold. You only can't insulate to keep things hot. Um, then the Gemara says um, a story about Rav Nachman who told Doro his servant, Uh, two things. First of all, number one, you can do insulation of cold things on Shabbos, so in order to keep something cold, you can insulate it. And second of all, he said that you can bring me, please, water that was boiled up by a non-Jew. And so there are two halachos here. The first halacha is that you can insulate with cold things. We've already said that before. And the second halacha is that when it comes to the issue of Bishal Machri, of Bishal Akram, of having non-Jews cook for you, it only applies to food, but something which is uh, let's say water, just boiling up water, which is nechol kemoshu chai, which can be in Rome, not uh, cooked, is actually no problem with Vishal Akim. We're not worried that it's going to lead to intermarriage if you get too friendly with the non Jew. Uh, but even though that was the halakha, Rav Ami had a problem with it. Rav Ami is ikvik. He didn't like that Rav Nachman was so lenient about these two things. He said, "He know, that's the halakha, but an Adam Chosha, someone who's so uh, important and significant, a great rabbi like Rav Nachman, should not take these leniencies. Um, the Gemara continues and says that even though you're not allowed to insulate things on Shabbos, so you can't take, let's say, a towel and completely wrap it around the pot on Shabbos. However, if there was already a towel there, you can add, let's say, a second towel. Or if you had one form of insulation, you can remove it and add a second form of insulation, even if the second form of insulation uh, is more significant, has more, keeps it even warmer. Um, The Gemara goes on and says, um, that another issue with hatman on Shabbos, with insulating, it's only a problem if it's clearly shown. So let's say you cook your, your soup, you have your pot of soup, you take it off the stove right before Shabbos. Then on Shabbos, you can't wrap it in a towel. But let's say you pour it into a serving bowl. Once you've demonstrated that you're okay with a little bit of cold getting in there, then you could actually insulate the Kli sheni. Okay. The Gemara continues, says a few other halachos uh, uh, before the end of the parak, uh, specifically that you can't um, smash down ice on Shabbos, this is the problem of, no, of no lot you're creating something new, but if you just put an ice cube into a cup of water, that would be okay, because it happens on its own. Then the next, rest the Adap is a new parak, and talks about the issue of what's called mechamer, which is, in addition to not being able to do melacha ourselves, the Pasuk says you're not allowed to have your animal do melacha for you either, um some say this prohibition this negative is specifically talking about animal carrying on child so the bottom line is the animal can't carry a mass a burden but the animal could carry uh its own clothes or attach it or even things that are used to help you lead it like a harness and things like that Gemara goes for different examples uh, a, 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 a female donkey which is a very strong donkey you can even carry it around with its nose ring a male donkey which apparently is not as strong um, you can only use a harness um, and each animal, uh, a bit for horses, etc. each animal you use the appropriate thing. And The Ura says, well, what if you use a restraint that's excessive? Like, for instance, let's say you use the nose ring for the male camel, which is a little bit excessive. So one opinion says, since it's excessive, therefore it's a maso, it's just a burden, and therefore it's carrying on Shabbos. But we actually rule and we say that, no, the tirusa yisera is lo is amin a maso. We don't say that an extra excessive thing. If you go too far... That's okay. There's no such thing as an excessive uh, uh, caring, And in fact, uh, there was a story where one rabbi was walking behind another rabbi, the student behind the rebbe, and the student's donkey, like, shot ahead of the, re- the, the rebbe's donkey. And in order to demonstrate that he didn't, that his animal just got out of control, he asked him a question, like, can I use an excessive kind of, of, uh, of restraint for my animal? And the answer was he could because it's not a problem. But that was his way of demonstrating that he, he didn't, like, he wasn't trying to disrespect his rebbe. He was just his animal got out of control. Okay, that concludes that known Aleph, page 51. See you tomorrow for 52.